Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Once again, pounding our region, leading to flooding. We'll get another live update from Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill in about three minutes. Meanwhile, fasting, fast rising water left some drivers stranded in D.C. and Maryland. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The consumer price index rose 8.5% in July compared to a year ago. That's down from June's inflation rate of 9.1%. CBS's Carter Evans reports there's still consumer uncertainty. If inflation is easing, Americans are not feeling it yet. Do you spend more every week for food? Probably like $150 more a week. The latest numbers show high prices may have peaked. This is really good news. It's quite likely that the worst of the inflation uh, is behind us. But economist Leo Feller says perception is still leaving many pessimistic. People aren't that uncomfortable about their financial futures. But when you ask them, is this a good time to buy a car? Or is this a good time to buy a house? Or is this a good time to buy a refrigerator? Right? Their answer is no. Former President Trump refuses to discuss with New York prosecutors his business dealings invoking the Fifth Amendment during his deposition. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. One of the key allegations here has been that Donald Trump changes the numbers of what he's worth depending on what he's trying to accomplish. When reporting for taxes, he will artificially report a lower amount. When he's trying to get additional funding, he will give a higher amount. Another busload of migrants has been moved to New York City by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who wants the Biden administration to do something about migrants crossing the southern border. Other busloads have been sent to Washington, D.C., CBS's Nancy Chen. More than 6,500 asylum seekers already processed and released by DHS, sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott to Washington, D.C., and now New York. The mayors of those cities both asked the federal government for help. There's nothing successful about treating people with this lack of dignity. We have a growing humanitarian crisis that we expect, that the federal government expects, is going to only worsen. More than 165 buses have left Texas since April. The U.S. now has more than 10,000 cases of monkeypox. That's an increase of about 559 cases from yesterday, according to the CDC. A house explosion in southern Indiana has left three people dead. Evansville Mayor Lloyd Winnecke says the damage is devastating. Homes on each side heavily damaged, and there are uh, there is damage uh, in homes across the street and in a perimeter probably 100 feet around, I'd say, more or less. 38 people have died in the recent flooding that hit eastern Kentucky. 29-year-old Melinda Cundiff is one of two people still missing. Her sister Nancy awaits word. We can't give up. I don't know if she's okay. I don't know how badly hurt she is. Their mother was killed in the hard-hit Whitesburg, Kentucky area. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 903 on Wednesday evening, August 10th, 2022. We have 72 degrees, staying in the low to mid 70s tonight. And good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. It has been another busy afternoon and evening of storms and rain.
as well as flooding. And we've been tracking it all for you here on your weather alert station. Let's get the latest live from Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Chad? Well, good evening, Michelle. And we do have another flood warning that was issued. That includes the city of Winchester, Virginia, Frederick County, and Clark County, Virginia, where some heavy rain is moving over Interstate 81 and that rain is moving into northern Virginia. Now we have a separate batch of heavy rain that is west of Hagerstown, Maryland that could also prompt a flood warning because radar indicates about two to three inches of rain has fallen in a short period of time. Now this batch of rain is moving south and east. It will likely weaken a bit as it moves towards Washington and over Washington between about 1030 and midnight, but there's still some light rain aligned along Interstate 95, and the flood warnings continue from northern Virginia through the nation's capital into Annapolis, Maryland. So these flood warnings will continue. This additional rain will just add to the low-lying flooding that's in place, but I don't expect any additional flood warnings to be issued along Interstate 95 as this rain moves in from the west. But keep in mind that some heavy rain is moving over Interstate 81 into the Blue Ridge Mountains right now. I'll have an update on the forecast in just a couple of minutes that includes lower humidity and a tolerable weekend ahead. Michelle? Oh, love to hear that. And thousands in our area, though, are not only dealing with the heavy weather today, but with power outages as a result. In Maryland, Pepco says 2,400 homes and businesses in Prince George's County are without power tonight. About 600 more in are out in Montgomery County. Also in Prince George's, BGE says 900 of their customers in that area are in the dark. In Virginia, Dominion Energy reporting more than 500 homes and businesses out in Alexandria, 400 more in Arlington. 500 Dominion customers in Stafford County also have no power. Stay here with WTOP. We'll keep you up to date on power outages as the weather continues. The thunderstorms dropped a deluge of water on us, including on Route 1 in College Park, temporarily trapping some drivers. June Thornton tells WTOP she was reduced to tears, frightened by the rising waters that suddenly surrounded her on her drive home to Mount Rainier. I've been in a situation like this, scary, like my life just went in front of me because I almost got stuck in the water. It was almost halfway up to my door. Thornton backed into a safe area and watched other drivers cross the median to reverse direction and avoid that water on Route 1. The storm produced a wall of water three feet high outside District Dogs. That is a doggy daycare on Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. All 40 to 50 dogs on the premises were kept safe. But District Dogs owner Jacob Hensley is concerned about the most recent flash flooding and two others. This is the third time in three weeks this has happened on uh, this year. And all of last year in 2021, this never happened in my store. Hensley wonders why he's been hit with three flash floods lately. I'm, I'm very frustrated. I feel like you know the city could be doing more for protection because I really can't operate a business like this. The water quickly receded from district dogs and cleanup began immediately. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. Water says the Northeast Boundary Tunnel being built beneath Rhode Island Avenue and expected to be finished in 2023 will nearly double the capacity of the current sewer system and will help alleviate the historic flooding problem in that area. We are checking on conditions at the region's three airports. Planes that haven't left yet but are headed to both Reagan National and Dulles are delayed on average by about five hours. Planes out of Dulles are delayed by about an hour and a half and out of Reagan by about 45 minutes, but it could get worse. At BWI, departures are about 40 minutes behind schedule. Inbound flights are delayed on average about three and a half hours. A ground stop has been lifted at all airports. 
It's 9.07. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh, no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.